And we're live in three, two, one. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Jumping in Fear, episode number dos. dos. Welcome back, y'all. How are you doing? How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing well, and I hope you guys are pumped for another episode because I am, because this episode is juicy. I'm pumped, guys. I'm <laughs> pumped. But like always, guys, we're going to start off this episode with a prayer. Prayer. So those of you at home, join us, bow your heads down, close your eyes, except if you guys are driving. I I don't want you guys getting into a car accident. <laughs> okay, guys. I wasn't prepared for that one, okay? Have to throw a little joke in there today, you know? Go for it, babe. Okay. Father, we just ask you that this message today touches the hearts of those that really need it. That the topics that we talk about is something that someone out there has been looking to hear about. Someone out there has been praying for answers or some sort of a sign on what to do about this. And we just ask that those that are listening to us for the first time enjoy this that they enjoy this episode and that it just gets shared with all their friends and their loved ones father and that for those that have never heard your name a seed gets planted in their hearts today in jesus name we pray amen, amen. dude i had to open up my eyes because i saw you giggling i was like oh my gosh is he really about to start giggling during prayer <laughs> no. that's why i had to look at y'all's hands. you're cheating you're cheating <laughs> in prayer no so you guys um we are kind of cheating a little bit because we have um our laptop here in front we just wanted to take some notes because they're this uh, topic that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about mental health. And I think it's such, I feel like it's there's so much to say. So I don't know if maybe we're going to have to break it down into two parts. I'm not too sure yet, but um, I have some notes. So if you guys see me like kind of scrolling around, don't think I'm, Insta- I'm on Instagram or anything. I'm literally checking out the notes. But let's start talking about depression. We're going to talk about depression, anxiety, and kind of trauma all together since okay. I feel like they all kind of fart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they kind of all fall together (laughs) um so let's start with depression depression i wanted to give you guys like an exact um definition so the definition for depression is a mental health uh, disorder characterized by persistently being depressed (laughs) or loss of interest in activities causing a significant impairment to daily life activities so with depression um, Jose, both Jose and I have yeah. suffered through multiple episodes of different depressions in different parts of our life. Um, depression hits, I feel when you least expect it. And when it hits, it hits you so hard that I almost feel like people hit rock bottom. Almost everybody hits rock bottom. Yeah. And you feel almost at a point of almost like a loss. Like you're mm-hmm. losing, like you're losing yourself in something. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Cause yeah, that, that does happen to all of us. Like we <laughs> fall so deep into the hole that we feel like we can't get out most of the time you know yeah and then there's those days where we feel like we're um making a improvement yeah and next thing you know the next day it's like boom back to square one you know yeah and it's rough it's especially rough um for people maybe barely understanding depression Mm -hmm. or maybe barely um maybe like um stepping into depression and not really understanding what or how or how it forms but let me put this out here just because our podcast has to do with our faith mm-hmm. and I just really want to make it crystal clear that depression, trauma, um, anxiety do not come from God. They are all coming from the enemy. So I want to make that crystal clear. Don't think that because you're going through depression, like it's something that God has you going through because that is not true. Um, Yes, God will put you in some hardships and he will make you go through some deserts, but that is just to make your faith that much stronger 
stronger. But depression, anxiety, trauma, he will never, ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever use that against you. Mm-hmm. I want to make that crystal clear. Am I missing anything? Um, No, you're spot hitting, on. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> spot on. Spot on. You're hitting uh, every bullet point. Yeah. So um, with depression. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, I've had depression multiple times throughout my lifetime. Um, The first time I kind of started with depression um, was obviously when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of like family problems with like my mom and my dad at the time. And then my real depression, I feel like when I actually hit, hit depression mm-hmm. was when the whole situation with my mom went down. Um, For you guys that don't know, I did lose my mom four, four years, years ago. ago now. Yeah. Four years ago in 2018. And throughout that whole process, um, that was a huge depressive season for me just because I was I did not I literally felt like I was dying inside I did not want to talk to anybody I lost so many friendships Mm -hmm. I lost so many relationships I think I was the worst mental like mentally just because I didn't really understand why I was being put in a situation in which I didn't even understand or sometimes I didn't I feel like I didn't even have the feelings adequate enough to kind of explain Mm -hmm. why I was feeling that way yeah right and it got so bad that i literally started drinking every single day i would drink myself to sleep and it was so so bad that like it just it got really really bad and this is kind of in the time when you and me met yeah and that is why i call jose my angel like if it wasn't for god and it wasn't for jose like thank you and thank you because he really pulled me out of this really nasty moment in my life because i mean i was losing i felt like at that moment moment I was losing everything like I felt like I was out I almost felt like a zombie okay I felt like people physically saw me mm-hmm. and this is the thing about me is I'm so good at hiding my emotions or my feelings yeah. so you cannot tell when something is wrong with me unless I'm really like dragging it and I've been dragging it for a long time but 90% of the time you cannot tell when something is wrong yeah. with me just because I'm so good at covering up my feelings but um at that time people could not tell that I was going through it a lot of people would call me heartless because people are like well, like you're going through all of this, but I don't see you cry. I don't do it. Like I wasn't showing any form of emotion, but I was closing myself out because I felt like if I showed emotion, mm-hmm. I was just going to break down. Yeah. And I didn't want people to see me at like my weakest point. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It makes sense. And um, it sucks. Like you feel alone. There's times like I didn't want to get out of fr- I didn't want to get out from bed. I wanted to quit my job. I wanted to be like, you know what? Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to do life anymore. You know? Yeah. And it gets your head. Your head it's just like it just it's like you can't think straight it's just mm-hmm. like boom 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 like it's non-stop right yeah and then this is where the enemy ooh, he, he sees that right yeah and he starts shooting his shots and he's like he tries to use all of that against you so how you were mentioning before as soon as like you start getting better right mm-hmm. it's like boom that guy's in my wall right mm-hmm. and it's like the enemy literally kind of uses that to like be like why are you gonna go over there stay here let's be sad together you feel yeah. better when you're sad you feel better when you're crying mm-hmm. you feel better when you're crying stay here don't go over there stay here let me make you feel comfortable yeah right Mm -hmm. what do you think with that no i definitely agree with that and to add to that it's like what pastor aaron said on sunday service like a week ago i believe it was was it no no no, it it was was during seek night night. seek night um he pretty much said that 
that the so good. the enemy uses its tactics in where you lack like things that you lack that's where he he'll start attacking you yeah i think he had mentioned that there were five different yeah. tactics tactic. i cannot say that word tactics 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 yeah now i feel like i can't say it tactics 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 that he uses um basically like to get like to get the best of you right yeah. so what was the, what were you saying the first I, one is I, let me I think let me I, check I, I my phone I guys cuz i i know i did write them down um <laughs> oops sorry so guys, he I says the audio. enemy's tactic is to use pain to distance us from god yeah. that's one of them and then he tries to get our eyes on what we lack and then number 3 i know i wrote them yeah um number 3 he uses to he uses isolating you as a way to get you like to feel worse about yourself um tactic number 4 is to prevent us from cultivating in our own faith yeah and then number five is to get us to idolize our own understanding um, and like oh pastor aaron oh he went off and it yeah. was so good and um yeah he was basically talking about these five different tactics that we just mentioned that the enemy basically mm-hmm. uses when you're at your worst and he'll literally make you feel like you're not capable of doing yeah. absolutely anything and this is the thing the the goal of the enemy is to kill mm-hmm. it's to destroy it's and to, to manipulate manipulate you it's to steal it's mm-hmm. to literally physically kill your spirit yeah. kill you as a person and I, it's an everyday battle man yeah it is it's an everyday it battle yeah. but um you want to talk a, a little bit about your kind of depression because i know you, yeah we've been through depression yeah so for me guys my type of depression was um i never felt like i was good enough for anybody um growing up in general you know even about myself my physical ex- um appearance i would always get told like oh you're too fat or you're too skinny you need to eat a little more um the back of your head is too flat if you guys know me if you guys have seen me in person i joke around about this all the time oh, me but too. i have a really flat head you know it's like as flat as our table right here but yeah i used to get made fun of that uh my teeth aren't perfect um sometimes i don't know why guys i feel like i lack also talking in english in the english language you know i feel like i stutter a lot and it's not like i don't know how to speak it but there's times where i kind of struggle with it and i don't even know why you know um growing up i would also get told that i wasn't gonna be anything you know yeah. that i wasn't gonna amount to anything like why I are you doing that. that be realistic with yourself um you're gonna be exactly like your parents you know they came to this country and this and that and blah 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 um i would get made fun of um because of the shoes i wore the clothes i wore because growing up we didn't grow up with a lot of money you know my parents you know glory to god praise them they they gave me and my brother what they could you know like nunca nos hizo falta nada um we always had enough you know it wasn't um everything that we dreamed of but with that little bit they were able to um raise us you know and teach us how to be good men in life um also some of the trauma that i experienced that caused depression on me was stuff that our family members just say you know i think i honestly i think and and correct me if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. and you guys correct me if i'm wrong but i truly feel like trauma starts in your family it has to start in your family because i mean it's not like you're born with trauma you know Mm -hmm. i mean well i guess you can but it's it's Um, it's like a touchy subject but um i 100 i definitely i i feel like trauma comes from your family yeah 100 that that eventually in your family Mm -hmm. and then that eventually starts becoming depression you know because it starts hitting you because you get to a certain point in your life where things aren't going the way you want them to be Mm -hmm. so you start remembering all those things that you were told growing up or even as an adult now and little by little those things start to become a reality in your life and you just get depressed to the point where you don't want to do anything you just want to lay in bed all day and like you just want to call it a day sometimes like you're so fed up with everything where you're just like god like just take me i'm tired i don't want to i don't want to 
want to live anymore. I don't want to do life like this anymore. Like I'm so tired of it. I feel like I keep falling deeper and deeper into this hole and I just can't get out of it anymore. Yeah. And it's rough because it's like, it's the same thing. Like tactic number three that he uses, he isolates you. Mm -hmm. So it's like you and me not that long ago, a few weeks ago, we we were completely 100% isolated from everybody Mm -hmm. just because we wanted to be alone. And the enemy will literally make you isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. And he will literally get you to a point where it's like you can't even stand people. Yeah. Like you're trying to have a conversation with people and it's just like they irritate you. Yeah. And it's just it it gets to a point where it's like, you know what? I just I don't want to be around Mm -hmm. you. Just leave me alone. And I just want to be in my room. Just do not talk to me. And that is the worst possible thing you could do is to isolate yourself because that is what the enemy wants. The minute that the enemy has you alone, he has full full control of your brain, Mm -hmm. like full control of your spirit. Yeah. He has full control of you. Why? Because remember that the enemy comes when you're alone. Yeah. (laughs) And also just a huge shout out, guys, to um, our loving friends that we have, you know, Christina, Isaiah, Marine, Adrian, Adrian, Chris, Carlos. Like, thank you guys for checking up on us during that time that we were experiencing depression heavily because even though like we didn't talk much to you guys you guys still oh we were forgetting we're forgetting Peyton guys and Peyton as well and also our neighbor Nicole shout out to you girl because you always check up on us so love you (laughs) like shout out to them because they were checking up on us every single day you know like we would get a text message from them all the time like how are you guys doing do you guys need anything we're forgetting Emma Emma. oh my gosh there's so many people there you go there's so many people yeah we're blessed to have these people in our lives honestly yeah I mean we were literally we got to a point where we were I don't even think we were getting out of bed Mm -mm. like we would last days in bed like yeah to the point where we wouldn't even even do our laundry guys like it lasted there like two three weeks (laughs) no honey sometimes even a month it was close to like closer to like two months yeah like it it was was just it it just we didn't like we didn't want to do anything you You know know, like it was to a point where I didn't have any more clean underwears guys so I had to turn them inside out it's like gotta make them work somehow (laughs) no and sorry guys our dog is literally in frame I'm so sorry we told you guys from the get go that it was gonna be super raw so yeah here's the we can't, we can't leave them out there in the living room because they're, they're gonna start crying and scratching on the door and it's just gonna make yeah. it worse you know so um, might as well um if you can't beat the problem work with it <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, shout out to you guys because um you guys are you yeah. guys are, are real, you know, and and it's crazy because um we we prayed for friends like this. Do you remember like back when we were living in the apartment, we went through this horrible, horrible like downfall with some friends that we thought were our friends, and they basically backstabbed us and yeah. destroyed our relationship. Um, and we were so traumatized. Yeah, I think me a little bit more than you. Yeah, but we were so traumatized to like make new friends because it's like when you go through a situation in which you get hurt and I mean hurt like like broken like physically and mentally broken Mm -hmm. you're so scared to like see like what there is out there yeah right yeah and so when we moved over here and we started going to this church we started meeting you know our friends and our friends which are actually most of them are in this picture yeah we're just missing Peyton and um Emma and and Chris and Chris yeah um well both Chris's mm-hmm. Rios and Vargas but um uh what was I saying I totally forgot <laughs> 
No, but um. Oh my gosh, what was I talking about? Um, we were talking about letting people, like new people, oh, back into our okay. lives. You know, like starting friendships and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, I had a brain fart. I'm so sorry. But um, yeah. So like, when you go through something so traumatizing like that, it's like you're so scared to like start a new relationship or start dating again or develop a new friendship because you just are so scared that whatever happened is going to repeat itself. Like history, like repeat itself, right? And so um, when we moved down here we started going to church and we mm-hmm. started going to the small group which is mm-hmm. also with um christina and isaiah yeah they hold this uh it's called cpr also if you guys are interested in community uh we'll do their plug in a little bit but um with christina and isaiah we met them the first week of seek night right yeah. last year well yeah last year but um we didn't really know them um i knew about them because i was looking into joining their small group i had emailed christina you know for details and to see how we could become part of their group and all that um and at that time during our during seek week they were just sitting in front of us or behind us oh i remember that. yeah throughout the I whole week that. yeah and so kind of long story short we ended up going to their small group mm-hmm. and we became really really good friends and now they're literally family to us yeah. so yeah shout out to you guys because you guys are the real deal mm-hmm. and honestly throughout that whole entire time that we were going like we were actually moving over here we were praying to god and we're mm-hmm. like god like i don't really understand what you're doing with, with our lives like i don't mm-hmm. understand any anything but the only thing we do ask lord is that you just bless us with friendship yeah bless us with the friendship that is true that is of your honor that is respectful has good values good morals and all of that and god really came through yeah because really we did. are extremely blessed with our friend group like i yeah like you guys are incredible so thank you guys so much i don't know what this was but you guys are incredible <laughs> <laughs> um i also you know what since we're talking about depression anxiety mm-hmm. and trauma yeah let's talk because we both come from a hispanic household yeah we both uh we are mexican so i want to talk a little bit about the hispanic trauma that comes within the hispanic household because probably our parents don't agree no but it is a thing and there is such a thing there is such a thing as like i would call like i think it's trauma everywhere yeah but in this specific scenario it's hispanic trauma yeah why because it is so rough not only that but most of them don't believe in it you know most of them think like oh stop local like you're crazy you know that's not a thing you're exaggerating yeah you need you need to go to god or um you name it you know and i understand you know jesus does help us out with a lot of stuff you know we go to him he's there for us you know he's a faithful father but it's kind of hard i don't know if most of you guys can relate back home but it's kind of hard coming from a hispanic household going up to your parents and being like hey mom dad this is going on in my life i need help because most of the time they're gonna get upset and they're gonna start calling you names and Mm -hmm. every cuss word in the book you name it you know and it just goes downhill from there and then you feel like you have no one to go to you know and then when things start getting worse they're like well how come you didn't tell me mijo how come Uh, you didn't come and talk all right guys we are (laughs) back i have no idea what that was at all um it sounded like something fell or something broke and we looked through the whole entire house and everything is fine check the cameras outside everything's everything's intact everything's intact bro it's the enemy bro yeah enemy does not want us to do this podcast and we were in such a good like flow like everything yes. like the conversation was just getting good oh god just just come back and just i mean he never left but just god come back and just guide us through this conversation lord yeah. allow us to get back to where we were and just allow us to continue lord control our tongues control the words that we use lord mm-hmm. and just allow us to flow within your spirit jesus and we yeah. pray in that in jesus name amen amen so i honestly don't know where we left so off. i left off as in where our parents yes. in the hispanic culture pretty much tell us like oh 
how come you didn't tell me this was going on with you? How come you didn't scream for help or ask for help? Oh my gosh. And this is the thing. Make it make sense. They want you. They want to be your friend. But the minute you're honest with them and you tell them something that is going on in your life that they don't want to hear. They're like, but then you go, you don't talk to them. And then they make you feel guilty later on of, Mm -hmm. like, bro, like, what do you mean? Like, I come up to you with my problems that I'm going through in my life. Mm -hmm. And because I tell you something that either I did or a problem that I'm dealing with. Yeah. And it's something that you don't want to listen to. You Mm -hmm. completely shut me out. Yeah. And then you make me feel guilty at the end because I never came to you to begin with. Yeah. Make up your mind. Like, I like I can't be (laughs) juggling back and forth, you know? And that's how it was for me growing up. That's how it was. And I know it was it was for me and I know for most of our Hispanic people out there. I know you guys have all gone through this, you know. I think it's also a lot of manipulation. Yeah. And a lot of um um like narcissism. No, yeah, yeah. Like at its finest, you know. At least for me growing up, it was always like they would like, for example, I would get told something to do and Mm -hmm. then I would do it and then I would get in trouble because I didn't do it the way that they wanted me to do it. Yeah. And it's like I would still get in trouble. No, yeah. So it's like, how does that make sense? That does not Mm -mm. it doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. And then they like I mentioned before, they want to be your friend, right? But then they don't act like a friend. Mm -mm, They don't. But then they get mad because you don't treat them like a friend. Yeah, and because you don't trust them. Because you don't trust them. And it's like, how am I gonna trust you? Like it's so hard. Like trust, trust to me is something huge because like trust is not just it's not just given. You have to earn it. You earn trust, right? And it's like I understand like with my my parents and my family and everything, but it's like at the end of the day, if you don't respect me, like I'm gonna respect you because you're related to me. But I'm not gonna respect you in the way like I'm not gonna treat you the way you want me to treat you. Why? Because you're not you're not giving me the same respect back, you know? Mm -hmm. But um what are some other examples that you can think of that we can probably shine a light on? Uh like seeking for help or like Um, what in general? Specifically in like the trauma within our household. Um kind of growing up. Oh, back in my day, like as soon as yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah. Like they'll they'll literally tell you, Oh, it's because you spend too much time on your phone or you're on the darn internet too much, social media. Yeah. Or it's because of the friends you have, the music that you that you listen to. Like they'll tell you a bunch of stuff. Things that don't even make sense. But then we also have to remember, and we'll touch subject in this in a different video, but I do want to bring it up. We cannot we cannot get upset at our parents for something they don't know. For something that they don't know, nor do they understand because they treat us the way their parents treated them. And their parents treated them the way their parents treated them. So it's it all falls in with the the aspect of like gender it's generational. Yeah. You know, and I definitely think this is a conversation that Peyton was having Mm -hmm. with us. Do you remember when she came over? She's like, I truly 100 and I could not agree more. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that this generation, this generation is breaking curses. Yeah. This generation is breaking generational curses. Mm -hmm. And I see it because you and me are doing it within both our families. Our friends are doing it with them, their relationships and their friendships and their their Mm -hmm. um, their their families, you know, so I definitely think that this yeah. is a year to break generational curses 100%. Yeah. And in order for us to touch that subject, we need to have Peyton here as a guest, you know? Yes, Peyton like, girl. She'd be perfect for that yes, episode. Yes, I want to bring her on. But um, like we said, we'll kind of touch subject on that in a different episode. But um, what are some ways that you think can help? I don't want to say completely take trauma away. But help overcome it. Depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and trauma. What would you say are like three? Let's do three. Like I know. Things that you think could have possibly yeah, yeah. Besides, I know. besides God because God comes before anything yeah so um besides God knowing God we already have God as one what would you say 
or, or man this is gonna be a hard one this that's actually a pretty good question um i think seeking professional help you know yeah going I to a, a therapist a therapist 100 and talking about it because sometimes if we just hold it in to ourselves and we don't speak about it i feel like we're just holding on to so much you know it's like holding on to a, a hot iron like you're there and it's burning it's burning it's burning it's burning and then yeah. it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna it's gonna harm you so bad that you're, you're just you're gonna yeah. be done with it you you're know? probably not even gonna feel anymore mm-hmm. i mean i know i went through that with my yeah. depression it got to a point where like i i literally physically could not feel yeah it's like, like i had emotions. to like like i never got to the lane and praise praise god i never got to like physically harming myself but like it got to the point where like i would physically like have to physically like feel because inside yeah. i was like i was dead yeah you know but um yes seeking professional help a therapist or anything like that i feel like is 100 mm-hmm. percent. it's so it's that's such a good recommendation yeah. um therapy helps you guys mm-hmm. therapy really helps um after i lost my mom i did a few years of therapy and that really really helped but um i was this was in my era of i didn't really care what people had to say and so i didn't i was so upset that i had to speak about my feelings because i didn't people didn't i i thought in my head i why am i gonna sit here and talk about my feelings to somebody i don't even know mm-hmm. when they've never been through what i've been through yeah and it's like they you sit around and you talk and they're like well why do you feel like this i'm like bro what do you mean like i just lost home like what do you mean like yeah and i would get upset but i was also living in an era where i didn't have respect i didn't really have respect for anybody at that mm-hmm. time so you know praise god that i'm out of that but um i think another or i should say three because number one is god number two i would say um find some um help professional like help. professional help and then number three i would say community mm-hmm. because community we've learned the hard way yeah. community really really motivates you and pushes you so much and community i feel like is the backbone mm-hmm. of walking with christ oh, yeah, besides definitely. well jesus of course yeah. but i feel like community um is so important and i feel like people talk about it but not to an extent i feel like it doesn't give the platform that people really need in order to understand the importance of community yeah do you agree with that oh, or yeah. is it just me? oh yeah i definitely agree with that you know 100 percent. yeah and um but i feel like um the reason why most of us don't open up to people and why we have a hard time doing that is also because there's people out there that will pretend to be your friends oh yeah you know and they're there when it's beneficial to them mm-hmm. only and then when once you do open up to them they start using those things against you you know oh, and they start yes. telling everybody and then it, be, it makes the issue even worse so that's why community is a good part of it but yeah. then at the same time i feel like no you know it's like a hit or miss in a way yes but correct me if i'm wrong you know no, like i agree um i'm the same way it's it's so hard for me to trust people and i don't i don't don't think that i go around and like telling my business to anybody because ever since what happened with us in our apartment with our past friends i do not talk about anything that's going on in my life Mm -hmm. i used to literally post everything on social media literally back in like 2018 2019 everybody knew what was going on in our lives because i would post everything Everything, yeah ever since that happened literally nobody knows nobody knows anything anymore but i feel like that also has to do with age and maturity yeah 100 percent and um i I, it's i don't trust people and it's so hard for me to have a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and it's just because one the trauma i've been through number two i just don't trust people and three i don't know what your intentions are with me yeah like i'm that type of person and i've grown up a lot and i've matured a lot um that within the last i want to say the last few years mm-hmm. i've gotten to a point where it's just i do not don't waste my time yeah don't waste my time and i won't waste your time and just be genuine with me 
Be yeah. honest with me. Don't sugarcoat things. If you're with me for a specific reason, tell me. Yeah. I'll, I'll have that much more respect for you. Mm-hmm. Be honest with me. If you just want to be with me just to kind of va va and kind of pass time, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. If you actually ju- truly genuinely care about me and you care about my well-being and you care about the things that I go through in life, let me know that too. You know, because remember, words is one thing. Actions is a completely different other thing. People can come up to you and they could be like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And yada, 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 yada. And you think, wow, well, that person's my friend. Mm -hmm. They never hit you up. They never check up on you. They know that you're going through something, yet they don't bother to check up on you. Yet those people that truly, genuinely care about you are those people that are going to check you when you're doing wrong. Are those people that they know that you're going through something and they're going to be like, let me just stop by and let me give you a little care package. Mm-hmm. Or it's a thing of like, you know what? I was thinking about you, so I was praying about you. It's those type of things that come with community. Yeah. So going, I mean, we were talking about community, but going back to the subject of community being good or not, I think it is good. Because yeah. especially if you're going through depression or you're going through a really hard time, the power of prayer is a huge mm-hmm. thing. You pray by yourself, it is explosive. Mm-hmm. But you have 15 people, 20 people, five people, three people praying for you that prayer becomes even more powerful it says in the bible and i might be chopping it off chopping it chopping (laughs) it up guys um but it does say um where two are gathered there i am yeah i don't remember exactly what verse or where exactly but it does Um, say that i wish i get to a point where i know the bible from back back, to front because i still have to use my glossary guys not my glossary but my um, the index the index i still because i don't i don't know guys i don't know my bible the little tabs on there like okay this is Matthew this is the book of Jonah like yeah I don't know my I mean I know my bible like because I'm reading it but like I can't tell you verses off the top of my head me neither um unless they like really impact you and you remember them like yeah like Timothy oh my gosh Timothy's so good if Mm -hmm. you guys haven't read Timothy 1 and 2 please read Timothy 1 and 2 it is so good highly recommend but um Jesus also well God also wrote in the bible that did I say God wrote in the bible God also says in the (laughs) God also says in the bible that he created man mm-hmm. to be like with like surrounded around people with love because he created us with so much love. And that's why Jesus loves. God loves. He wants you to love like Jesus. He wants you to love like God. He wants you to accept people the way God accepts you because yeah. God doesn't discriminate. God doesn't mm-hmm. pick and choose. He doesn't say, oh, yeah, yeah, you and no you. And oh, you have a really horrible past. No, not you. He loves everybody. And we yeah. need to be accepting of everybody because that's the way God created us mm-hmm. right makes sense yeah um but yeah community is a beautiful thing guys if you guys are in the Temecula area Marietta area and you guys are looking for beautiful community within our church um our church do our church does have small groups and they also have um a young adults service it's called CPA it is every other Monday but I think this next week they're starting every single Monday right yeah um it starts at 6 30 mm-hmm. right um so Mondays at 6 30 and it is at Centerpoint Church at our church in Marietta. If you guys are interested in joining any small group or a small group, um, I know um, Christina and Isaiah, they also have their own small group and they meet up every other Friday. Every other Friday, yeah. At usually seven. Yeah. Um, I think they might change their schedule though. But if you guys are interested in gaining more information with uh, joining a small group or joining CPR, just go ahead and um, instant, ma- or instant, <laughs> instant message. Um, send us a DM <laughs> through our Instagram page or 
our personal page, guys. Yeah, and we can give you guys more information. Also, if you guys are not in this area or it is too far from you, um, we also do have a community group chat mm-hmm. that we somehow managed to get on from TikTok. Yeah. Um, Huge shout out to Hope for creating Hope. that. Oh, girl, shout out you to know, you. Because- God and her were the ones that brought all of us together, guys. So Yeah, it's literally this group chat that I think you bumped into it. Yeah, first, and then right, I sent through- it over to you and we ended up joining yeah. it. And, and it's literally man. this Christian like Bible. Well, it's just this Christian group chat. You know? We do Bible study. We could do Bible study. We do. We have a sermon now on Sundays. Mm-hmm. We have um, Bible Fridays. studies on Fridays and yeah. just hearing people's testimonies. Yeah. And just kind of like a little chit chat, getting yeah. to know each other. Praying for each other. You name yeah. it. The whole, the whole shebang, you know, because yeah. we're all seeking Jesus. Yes. And so um, it's a beautiful moment. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That group chat. Oh, it's so good. So if you guys are interested, I know they have a text messaging mm-hmm. one, which is the one that we're a part of um, in the group chat is mm-hmm. growing yeah, very it is. quickly. So um, if you guys are interested in getting hooked up with the phone number, just go ahead. Send us an instant me- instant messaging. Why am I saying instant messaging? Send no us idea, a DM, bro. you guys, and we'll give you all that information and we'll get you locked into the group as well. Um, but yeah, I know that they also have a Snapchat one. But to be completely honest, I know nothing about it. I feel like I'm too old for Snapchat now, you know. Like, I, you Do you know that now you have to pay for Snapchat? No way. You have to pay for Snapchat now. That's insane. I mean, I opened up my Snapchat because like I kind of look, you want to start posting tutorials, but you have to pay for Snapchat now. It's not for free no more. No more free. No more free pics. It's not for free. <laughs> no more free pics. <laughs> no more free pics. No more doggy filter. No. Oh, <laughs> and the rainbow filter. Do you right? remember yeah. that? Oh my gosh. But um, yeah. Um, All right, guys. I want to talk about something Um, that I feel like it was so hard for me. Mm. It was so hard for me to it was so hard for me to accept right mm-hmm. not only accept but understand that it was for my mental health okay how do you feel about saying no to people Ooh, man. to be completely honest guys i still struggle to this day and i'm not gonna lie and i'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it for you guys because i struggle every single day all the time there's times where i do stand up for myself and i say no but <laughs> i struggle guys i struggle like five percent five percent of this time i'm like no <laughs> I said no, but yeah. other times I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll do it, even though I don't want to do it and I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, but I think that's a huge thing for me and my family. I feel like growing up and maturing these past few years, I feel like ever since you and me started dating, I started noticing so many things. And in specific to my whole family, not anybody in specific, but my whole entire family, I feel like people would manipulate me and people would use me. Mm-hmm. because I did not know how to defend myself okay. because people would come up to me and they'd be like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Oh, can you go by that? Oh, can you do this? Oh, what's are you coming home? Oh, can you do that too? And it's just like, I never knew how to say no because I was raised and this was more kind of like my dad's side because my dad's side is they're, they're all um, Hispanic. My mom, she was born in Minnesota. So it was more my dad's side of the family where it was um, kind of disrespectful if you said no, right? I know that's huge in like the Hispanic culture where it's like, oh, how dare you say no? Yeah. How dare you say no? Because we're your family and you're supposed to do whatever we tell you to do. Yeah. And that's not the case, guys. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. not the case. Um, If you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like feel comfortable enough within yourself that you don't have to do anything that you do not feel comfortable doing. Yeah. I'm going to say it again because it is so important. Do not do anything that you do not feel comfortable doing. 
happening, no matter who it is. If you do not feel comfortable, you do not feel safe and you do not feel like it is right for you to do. Don't do it. Don't, don't. do not do it. And people need to respect that. It comes with the whole boundaries thing that I want to touch subject to in a separate episode. But people need to respect whatever you say, yeah. because especially if you're over age, I, I mean, I can understand it. Like, I mean, it sucks when you're younger and like, you know, you still live under your family's, your parents' roof and stuff. But I'm talking about more when we're adults already. And it's like people try to manipulate you mm -hmm. thinking that they know more than you or you know more than them or whatever the case may be. They can't anymore. No, oh, yeah. And uni, I feel like me, I, if I could tell myself something back then, I would tell myself, respect your respect yourself more. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I allow I was like a I was like a, a mat that los que usan allá afuera. Like people would just like step on me, like literally physically. Like I could imagine like just going like that. Yeah. Se estaban limpiando los pies en mí and boom, like they would do whatever they wanted and then go upon their business. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can relate to that. No, yeah, definitely. I could relate to that. And I feel like it comes to a point where people just kind of take advantage of you because they know you're going to say yes, yes to them. You know, they know that you're not going to say no. You know, they're like, oh, well, I always ask them for help. I always ask them for this. And then they're always there. You know, they always tell me, yes. Yeah, so let me go and just. And talking mm -hmm. about that, I'm so sorry. It just literally came into my <laughs> head when they start sending people to you. Have you ever been in that? Have you guys ever been in that situation where it's like you do it for that person? And then all of a sudden now there's a huge line waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, because you did it for me. Oh, she'll do it for you, too. Or, for example, <laughs> me growing up, guys, they'd um, tell my parents to ask us to kind of make us do it. Yes. You know, I was like, yeah, well, if I tell their parents, there's no way they're going to say no to me. You know, they right. have to say yes because it's their parents and they have to be obedient to them. Yeah. I mean, be obedient to your parents, but like have respect for yourself, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't. I mean, I've learned so much growing up that I mean, I mean, I have respect for my family. Don't I don't want anybody to think I don't respect my family. I respect my family and I respect people around me, but I just love them from afar. I just can't physically be around people that don't mm -hmm. respect me. I can't. And I've gotten to a point before I used to be very good at like faking it and being acting como si nada. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like to, at a point, it just it gets where it's like you just can't do it no more. And especially now that like we're following a completely different lifestyle and like I, I almost feel like the minute you start following God, it's like God te quita the blinds from your yeah. eyes and he allows you to see everything from a completely different perspective. Yeah. And that is why now, no me dejo. No me dejo. I don't care what you say about me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to please you. Yeah. If it's something that in my heart I know is not good for me, I'm not going to do it. And I don't care. I don't care who you are. I'm going to respect myself. And especially now that I'm married, I'm going to respect my husband. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to respect my house. And I'm going to respect myself as a person. Why? Because I deserve that. And I wish other people would respect the same exact same way, but they yeah. don't, you know, and that all comes with like setting boundaries too. But like I said, we'll touch subject on that in a different episode. But um, is there anything you would like to add? Um, Not really. I feel like we pretty much said everything that needed to be say that. <laughs> Come on, Jose. Snap. You need coffee, we, huh, babe? Yeah. Um, we needed, I pretty much think we said everything that needed to be said. Because, mm -hmm. um, man, I feel like not only me, but a lot of people do struggle with this. You know, a lot. it's because most of us, not all of us, but most of us are people pleasers. You know, we got to oh, stop 100%. pleasing people and start putting pleasing ourselves yourself. first because we come first. Our mental health comes first. Yeah, it's not worth you your know? mental health, guys. It is not worth your mental health. It is, it's not worth it. No, not at all. Because you're going to be battling left and right 
right? And it's like, you're never, look at, let me tell you two beautiful pieces of advice, okay? Ooh, okay. And these are things I've learned and I've been through it, guys. If you guys know me personally, we've, we all have our own things that we've been through. So number one, number one, okay. your time is extremely valuable. If somebody wants to have a conversation with you, literally what makes that person special enough to have a conversation with you? Number one. And that's, I think, more like entrepreneur mindset. But um, don't allow people to waste their time. Mm -hmm. Love people and respect people and bring people together. But if those people are physically damaging you, mentally damaging you or damaging your spirit, love them from afar. Right. Don't 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 waste people's time and don't allow people to waste your time. Yeah. And number two, do you do you have I, I want to say before I say my number two, do you have something that you can kind of put into that? Um, learn to value your time. Don't just give your time away to just anything and anybody because yeah. time is really precious as time there's nothing far worse than wasted time guys well yeah and you um, can never get time back yeah one of the things that we like to do and we like to say is um how are those people benefiting us you know and we don't mean it in a monetary way or mm -hmm. anything like that it's like if you're not helping me grow become a better person or pushing me mm, to do amen. better in life amen that is good um why should i even consider to be friends with you you know because if you have friends that are just making you drink all the time pressuring you into doing drugs into doing things that you know are gonna get you in trouble with the law and that Wor you know are sinful and wrong why are you still with them those aren't <laughs> friends you know a true loving friend is gonna correct you when you're doing wrong they're gonna check you and they're gonna put you in your place a true loving friend is gonna be with you through the good and the bad times you know mm. a friend is someone that you could share a homemade meal with you know mm. someone that you could Preach, call family baby. that you could go to them whenever something's going yeah. wrong you know yeah and i want to tell each and every single one of you to really put some thought into this if you got in a car accident at three in the morning or you're tired pop how many people out of your friends list out of your contact can you call that you know are gonna be there for you at that time without expecting anything in return mm, that no matter what time yeah. of night it is they're, they're gonna be like okay drop what they're doing and they're gonna go straight to you and they're gonna help you oh that's good mm. that is very good and then also kind of staying within that realm you are who you hang around with definitely so if you want to live a better life a better spiritual life if you want to get closer to god if you want to be better within yourself if you want to improve within yourself and you want to work on yourself you need to be surrounded around people that are doing the same exact same thing or better, or better. and i mean that in personal i mean that in friendships i mean that family wise financially I mean that financially i mean that business wise if for us that we're we're entrepreneurs we want to open up multiple businesses we need to hang around people that are like-minded of us like-minded like us <laughs> of us like-minded like us people that are in their faith people that yeah. believe in you know starting a business being financially free people that have already done it why because you can applicate things that they're they've been doing and things that work for them that can possibly work for you yeah. and also remember just because it worked for them does it mean it's gonna work for you yeah and there are things we all live different lives we're completely different people and that's the beauty of it mm -hmm. is we can all kind of get together and we can all pick and choose what we want to learn from that person yeah and we can implicate it into our own life mm -hmm. that just it's so beautiful to me yeah like it's, it's so beautiful to me but um the second thing i was gonna say is i don't want to say like please yourself but put yourself on a pedestal yeah. because let me tell you guys every single person y'all worth it like every 
every single person here, you're worth it. Every pe- per, every single person in this world is worth it. You just got to know that you're worth it. Know yeah. your worth. Know your value. Make people respect you. You need respect. Mm-hmm. You need people to respect you. You can you cannot allow people to yeah. disrespect you because the minute people are disrespect you, you allow one person to do it. Guess what? You're now allowing the second person to do it. Yeah. And that second person disrespects you. Guess what? The third person is also going to disrespect you. 100%. So you need to not allow people to disrespect you. If you put on ground rules, people need to respect the ground rules. And if they do not respect them, those aren't people. You need I love to be you from afar. Yep. And that's it. You are not part of my circle just because if I'm trying to get out of living how I was in my past and you still have those type of people around your circle. Remember, it takes 30 days to make a break, make or break a, a habit. habit. So if you make it a habit to hang around with the people that you do not want to like be like, don't hang around those people. Yeah. Stop doing the things that lead you back into the same life that you were living prior. Right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of falls into the same thing that you were talking about. Yeah. You are who you hang around with. Not only not only that, guys, but also remind yourself, especially those that are going through depression or a hard time in their life. You know, remind yourself, God, it took God nine days to create the world. Babe, nine? Or, or seven. It's a week. <laughs> Seven days. Seven days. I'm sorry, guys. I'm like chopping it up over here. Um, (laughs) Seven seven days to create the world. But it took nine months for him to form us in our mother's womb. And that's how special we are with him. He took his time forming Mm -hmm. us. And also remember that each and every single one of us was created in his image. Therefore, we're all beautiful. None of you are too fat, too skinny, Mm -mm. too short, too tall. Mm -mm. Nothing Um, is wrong with you guys. None of you guys are ugly, deformed have a weird shaped head like me you know i like to think it's round um you guys are all beautiful and unique in your own ways ways. and glory to god because like how he said we are all an image of god yeah so if like how and god literally says it in the bible he says our bodies are temples Mm -hmm. so imagine if you're standing in front of a mirror and you're saying i hate the way i look and i'm talking to myself i'm i'm preaching to myself right now because i look at myself in the mirror and i've gained i know i've gained weight okay don't you y'all don't have to tell me i've gained weight i know i've gained weight okay but i'll look at myself in the mirror and i'm like beautiful babe you're still beautiful i love you thank you um i'll look at myself in the mirror and i'm like wow like i don't look like how i did in high school right i was 90 pounds in high school and i don't look obviously i don't i'm also 28 now you know i'm married now man i'm eating i'm eating good food now you know (laughs) (laughs) so i have to remember like anytime i say something negative about me i'm saying that about god because god created me like God created me like his spirit is in me. His spirit is in you. His spirit is in all of you guys. So it just in that. I mean, let that let that sink in because I think that is yeah. like anytime you're speaking negative about you saying, oh, I can't do this because I feel like I'm not capable of doing it. Uh, guess what? You're capable of doing that and so much more. Yes, sir. And if you have a dream, you can accomplish it because remember, God gave you that dream, not anybody else. So if you speak about your dreams to other people people are gonna say why are you gonna do that it doesn't make any sense it's not supposed to make sense to them it's supposed to make sense to you because god gave you that vision god gave you that dream he didn't give that dream to everybody else because if he would have gave that dream to everybody else everybody would be doing the same thing definitely 100 right? and so you guys need I, i'm I'm, in, I'm speaking to myself again we need i feel like we all need to do a little bit of a self-adjustment and we need to start instead of saying negative things about ourselves say positive things about it our, mm-hmm. 
ourselves, you know? It's like this thing that I told one of my best friends, um, Chris, he was going through this really rough time. And I told him, all right, write a little sticky note. And I and I actually, I learned this from therapy. So I did learn something from therapy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, write a sticky note, right? And write five things that you love about yourself and stick that sticky note in a mirror, right? And every single time you are in that mirror, say those five things to yourself and memorize them to a point where you don't even, you don't even need to look at that paper anymore. But just continue to say it until you believe it mm-hmm. because it's true. You just have to believe it. Why? Because the minute you start telling yourself positive things, boom, the enemy's going to come and he's going to be like, Mm-mm. why? Because the enemy loves when you're insecure. Yeah, right? does 100%. Um, is there anything you would like to add, babe? Um, Not really. No? Have we gone through mostly everything Most, that we were going to say? Um, I want to talk wow. to you guys real quick. I want to share something Um. <sighs> something very personal to us because um and i like i said like i had mentioned it before we went on the break i want this podcast to be extremely raw i want you guys to see us for us i want to be completely vulnerable to a point mm-hmm. i'm not gonna share i'm not gonna put my whole life story online tampoco but i do want to share points that i know other people possibly could be going through the same thing because i do want to be there for people to possibly find us relatable right um a huge depression and the reason why we've been getting into depression so frequently is because we've been struggling with infertility, you guys. And we've been struggling for a long time. I mean, we've been together seven years. Yeah. So five-ish, six-ish years. Yeah. I know within the first year that we got together, we were looking already trying to have a kid. But yeah. um, we have been struggling with infertility. And I want to take, you know, um, a, just, a, just a few minutes. And I, I want to talk about infertility real quick because I've been seeing online a lot of people like asking people or like women coming out especially on tiktok and talking about like how depressing it is when people come up to you and ask like oh so you're married already so when are you gonna give us like a child you know and i i quickly want to touch subjects since we're talking about depression and i feel like it's the perfect time to talk about it um we have been struggling with infertility mm-hmm. and it is something that has been has been hitting us so hard we've been together like we said for seven we're actually our anniversary is next next week yeah and we're gonna be seven years we've been married since august of this year or of last year sorry yeah and we've been trying to have a family and unfortunately it's not our time yet we haven't given up i have full faith in god i Mm -hmm. know i know i'm gonna become a mother soon i know i will i have all the faith in god i i know you do too babe yeah and um for those of you i i've never talked about that i don't i don't put this on my social media obviously because like um i'm not just gonna randomly be like hey guys i'm struggling with infertility because it's 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 it hurts dude you know so um not only that but it's a it's a super sensitive topic you know baby yeah. talk it's a super sensitive topic and i feel like a lot of people don't get it you know so for those people that are out there asking them like oh how long to your due or when are you guys gonna have another kid when are you gonna have your first kid like we want to be deals we want to be grandparents we want to be this we want to be that it's like dude you don't know if that person is struggling with infertility or yeah if they can't have kids at all yeah. Or if they just had a miscarriage, you don't know you don't, you don't anything, know you know? Yeah. And I I 100% agree with that because I've been told multiple times by my family when we're going to have a kid. And it's like my response is like, well, whenever God decides to have us yeah. like to give us a kid. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like at the end of the day like it breaks me like it literally it breaks me inside like the minute I leave wherever I'm at if I'm ever told that me and Jose will literally start crying in the car because it hurts you guys like it sucks like we've legit been trying to have a baby for so long and it's like that's my biggest goal in life I have so many goals but my biggest goal is to become a mother and it's like I feel like I have so much love to give and I just I want to have I want to have something that is formed within the love of our relationship and it's like I crave to be a mother I crave it you crave to be a father we've talked about it multiple times we've had multiple times where we thought we were pregnant and we take the test and it's negative after negative after negative after negative after negative and it's like we never get the positive and it's like those of you who haven't who haven't been through it or don't understand let me just put it into perspective it's something we don't wish upon anybody because it honestly it feels horrible horrible and it's heartbreaking and it just destroys you and it puts you down and it's so many feelings all balled up in one hitting you from every single direction and then i feel like it's even stronger when you guys are married i mean when you guys are in a relationship it's strong but i feel like once you guys become one flesh and you guys are married it hits so much so much harder Mm -hmm. and that's honestly the reason why me and jose have been in extreme depression is because we actually took a test maybe two months ago yeah two months ago and i was so positive i was pregnant because i had every single symptom in the book and i was so excited because i literally thought i was pregnant and i took the test and i wasn't pregnant and i even recorded myself i think i have the video on my phone and you can literally see that i grabbed the test i like throw it and i just start sobbing and like it just sucks it sucks so bad it really sucks you know and i don't want to cry um yeah it's it's it really sucks because it's like when you really really want some like a child it's just like yeah you know mm-hmm. oh, i'll talk real quick so I'm, just, like, <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm right there with you like you know i get back in tilting my head up you know making sure they're like <coughs> But yeah, you know, um, those of you that are going through the same thing, like you guys aren't alone. Yeah, we get you guys and we're hurting just like every single one of you. Yeah. And we encourage you to stay positive and keep praying to God. Don't lose faith. Yeah, You know, don't lose faith in each other. It's not your spouse's or your wife's fault. Like, no, it's the same <laughs> thing. It's not their fault. You know, it, maybe it is, it's just not the time or it hasn't happened time. to you guys for a specific reason. But yeah. your time is coming, you know? Yeah. And I also want to touch base in how you said it's not your spouse's fault. There's multiple times in our relationship where we've blamed each other and it is so draining because it's like me as a woman, it's like I I get in my head and like I start thinking like, wow, like I'm a woman and like can't even provide for my husband. Like I can't provide a child. And it's like in my head, it's like we got married in hopes that we would create a family. And it's like I have faith in God. I have faith in God and I know God is going to deliver because he's a faithful father. But it's like I start thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, like I'm not even worthy as a woman because I can't even give my husband the one thing he really wants right and it's like I'm working through that and it's also the fact of like I feel like I'm not capable of getting like I'm thinking to myself I think to my head I'm like wow like bro I can't even get pregnant like I can't even get pregnant like I can do all of this but I can't get pregnant and I feel like there's something wrong with me but there's nothing wrong with me and I have to keep reminding myself that I'm 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 perfect I'm in God's I'm I'm created in God's image and God created us to bear children Right. Mm -hmm. God created us to form a family. And whether that is me getting pregnant or whether that's surrogacy or whether that's adoption, it's, you know, it's a, it's all a beautiful thing, you know, and it's just hard. It's really hard. It's really, really hard, you guys. It's, it's really hard. And I just want to, um, I just, I want to put, I want to make it very crystal clear. Don't ask a 
woman when they're going to have a baby. Please don't. Like, (laughs) (laughs) bold letters. Please never. With a bunch of exclamation points at the end. Don't do it. Never ask a woman when she's going to have a baby. Family, don't ask whoever whoever it is when they're ready to have a baby. Oh, ya están casados cuando cuando es el niño. Don't ask. Don't Mm -hmm. ask. No pregunten eso. Why? Because it is so extremely disrespectful. You do not know what that person is going through. You do not know. 100%. And it's something that is none of your business. Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, it is none of your business. When I get pregnant, when I don't get pregnant, if I decide to have kids, if I don't decide to have kids, it's none of nobody's business but my husband's business. And that is it. Nobody else needs to know when Mm -hmm. you're having a baby. Nobody. It's nobody's business. And I want to make that very like, I want people to know that. Do not ask people. Do not ask people if they're pregnant. Do not ask people if they're planning on having. Don't, don't. It's It's not your business. Like, please, like, please. Because it is something that people come up to us and they ask us, why you guys have been together for so long? When are you guys thinking about forming a family? It's like, bro, like if I could, like, Like, trust me, man, we would have already had them right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not me, (laughs) my wife. Chill out. Yeah, man. It's just rough. And I just, I really want to like put emphasis in that because like, yo, and I'm like, I'm not going to like go off on that person and be like, well, you know, I can't have kids, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, bro, like just be a little bit like sensitive like yeah. have you know have a little bit of respect for that person because like god forbid like imagine like imagine like oh and i can't even i i just i can't fathom it i'm sorry but like it's just something i really wanted to talk about because i mean if we're i i, I yeah yeah guys i have so much more to say but yeah. i'm not gonna say um god protect my tongue please protect my tongue. <laughs> i do i do believe we wanted to share some bible verses yes. you know before we ended it off yes. and let you guys go on and about your day also <laughs> I really feel that after you sent, you read these pray these um verses, um, I really want to take some time and just end it in prayer. One hundred. Yes. Uh, I really feel it in my heart today me, that one hundred percent people that are gonna watch this episode are really gonna need it. Yeah. And I just I just really want to do that for them. One hundred percent. Um, guys, we love to read. Um, I love to read. Jose loves to read. We have that entrepreneur mindset, so a lot of the books that we read are entrepreneur mindset. We actually books. have a whole bookcase behind yes. it. <laughs> but um a lot of the stuff that we wanted to talk about and we kind of took a lot of um inspiration from this book it is called good boundaries and goodbyes loving others without loving the best of who you are it is from lisa lisa trinket i'm so sorry for we're probably chopping up her name this is the book y'all it is so good we got it for 30 percent off at target shop at target and save five percent with where they're all the time you know so target sponsor us sponsor my wife please <laughs> she makes us spend too much money there chill i'll make us go right now all the husbands out there could relate <laughs> all right you guys so i have two verses i wanted to share um the first one is going to be psalms i cannot read oh my gosh i don't even have my glasses. this is psalms 34 and this is verse um 18 through 20 and it goes like this <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna start singing <laughs> the lord is close to the brokenhearted he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. Or the Lord protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Do you kind of want to explain it a little bit? Oh, man. Or the Lord protects the... Can you repeat it again for me, please? So the first verse, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. He rescues those whose spirits
kids are crushed. Okay. So basically what it says there, and it could mean a completely different thing to anybody else. Yeah. Or I could be wrong. What does um, it mean to you? Let's let's say it, that. What, what does it, it mean to you? to me is that the Lord gets a different type of joy, a different a different type of grace. Um, there it goes again. I don't what know what's up with their the, camera, you guys. We're gonna keep recording, guys, because we're gonna keep this in the thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I'm, happens. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to our YouTube fam guys. I don't know what is up with this camera. The camera is not working. We are having technical issues. We've been having issues with the camera. But um, <laughs> be recording now. Oh man, they oh. just don't want us to no, share dude. the Lord's word with you guys God, in general. This podcast because this podcast is super impactful and it's probably gonna be a little bit over an hour. But yeah. yeah. So back to what we were saying. I feel like the Lord gets a different type of joy fixing those that are broken, those that need help. Because remember, the Lord doesn't seek those that are perfect because none of us are perfect. The Lord wants those that are broken, that are hurting inside, that are that feel like they're an outcast, that feel like they're left out, that they're not seen by others, that yeah. feel like they're existing and there's people around them, yes. but they yet still feel alone. Yes. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Amen. That is so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Lord doesn't come for the perfect. No. The Lord comes and grabs you at your weakest point. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he can mold you into the person that he wanted you to become yeah. he wants you to become yeah. right because god created us before we even existed he created us before we were even in our mother's womb so he already has our whole entire story written right so 100%. when you see god and you ask god god take my life i completely surrender my life to you mm-hmm. take full control of everything in my life lord i don't want to i don't want to take control of anything lord i don't want to be selfish i don't i don't want to take um what is it called um what is the word? Control. No, yes, control. But um, like, like, uh, um, like I don't want to control every single thing in my life. Like I want to surrender that to you, Heavenly mm-hmm. Father. Take take full control of everything. Yeah. When you allow God full access to everything and you surrender it to God, God, oh, mm, God yeah. creates beautiful mm-hmm. things. Okay, 100%. so that is definitely I, it relates to me. I one hundred percent agree with that. Okay. Um. Yeah. And then the second one, you guys. Um. Get there. Hold on. <laughs> okay. The second one. Oh, hold on. Hello. What happened? We didn't. Oh, have... no, it's right here. Sorry. I'm just a little blind. <laughs> that we didn't highlight it. <laughs> All right. So the second one is from Second Corinthians, and this is verse, I'm sorry, chapter 12, and this is verse. 9 and 10. And it goes like this. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in the weakness. So now I am glad to boost you, boost about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, in the hardships, in the persecutions and in the troubles that I suffer. For Christ or when I am weak, I am strong. Okay. That is so good. Do you want to add to that or do you want me to add to it? Oh, I mean, I read it. You can go ahead. Okay. So definitely only what I think it's speaking out to me there and what I think it's saying is that we should not be ashamed of what has happened in our past. Um, Things that we did, addictions that we went through, um, traumas, depression, we shouldn't be ashamed of that. And we should embrace it when we're speaking to others about the the Lord's word because due to those hardships that we went through in our lives, um, we might meet a a person or two that are going through what we went through and because of our 
story and our testimony and our word that the Lord is putting to us to speak to them, those persons are going to be able to have a breakthrough with God's help Amen. out of that situation and what Ooh, they're going through. That's so good. Yes, 100%. I use my hand a lot more. No, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, wow, so we go off. <laughs> go off, sis. Um, I don't think we should be ashamed from where we come no. from. I don't think we should be embarrassed of the past that we have. We all have a past. Definitely. And we all made horrible decisions at one point in our life. And I think that the sooner you know, the better, right? Yeah. Like you're able to make like a different choice, different choices, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you just, you shouldn't be embarrassed of your story. On the contrary, that's embrace what builds it. you. Embrace it. That's your testimony. That is 100% your testimony. And I just ima- like, just imagine like how Jose says, kind of reflecting off what he said, meeting somebody that got, has gone through something similar mm-hmm. that you've been through. And then you get to share your testimony with that person. And that person's like, wow, this whole entire time I thought I was alone. Yeah. And nobody's ever been through something like I've been through. Mm-hmm. And imagine being able to relate with this person on a completely different like different like um different different uh <laughs> like completely relating to to a to a person in a completely different perspective you know yeah. and it's like you feel more personal to that person you know but um i don't know what's up i need coffee we need coffee we need everything it's like um it's almost two in the morning it's two in the morning you know what? we're recording this for you guys yeah. tonight it's two in the morning yeah. we just had to record at night because there's not a lot of interruptions except for that one that happened tonight which Dude, you was, guys that was odd it was that odd was are, you know i'm flabbergasted right but <laughs> other than that guys we're gonna go ahead and close out this podcast pray um i'm gonna end with a prayer and end with the prayer but overall thank, thank you for the amount of support each and every single one of you has given us through dms those of you that know us in person friendships yeah. that have texted us we appreciate you guys yeah. all of you that took time out of your day to listen yeah. to us to watch us through youtube we really we appreciate you it and we love you guys and yeah. we hope that you guys continue to support us yeah. Not only that, but share us with your friends and loved ones yeah. because you don't know if our podcast could cause an impact in their life yeah. like it's doing for you guys. Yeah, if you guys are at Cardenas and you guys are checking out, I don't know. You guys can share our video, I guess, with the cashier. I don't know, you know. No, as you're buying the chorizo. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing out some ideas here, but I don't know. You guys go to Barnes & Noble and you guys are, you know, chatting with somebody. Be like, hey, you know, there's this new podcast Church, in town. Your, Church, um, small groups, those yeah. will be there. We definitely want to we want to create an impact you know hopefully by the grace of god with this with this podcast yeah i definitely almost in a way i want to create like some form of movement by the grace of god and um i i mean kind of leave it in, in god's hands you know allow god to take full control because i don't want any control of it anymore right but yeah guys we love you so much and we don't even know how to express express like, like our, our gratitude towards yeah. you guys we are extremely extremely blessed with the people around us that are supporting the people that support us and honestly none of this is possible without god and, and without you guys, you guys support yeah you guys are definitely what makes us flourish besides you know the love from god and the support from him but aside from that you guys rock rock on <laughs> rock on guys and also don't forget that you guys can listen to us on spotify anchor and youtube if yeah. you guys want to watch us on video you know yeah, we're having a little bit of issues with apple podcast that's a whole that's a whole other issue yeah it's we'll, a it's a it's Touch base issue. on it another day. But yeah. let's go ahead and end this with prayer. I'm over here trying to get comfortable. Let's go ahead and end this with prayer. And we hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. God, we just thank you for each and every single one of our listeners for the endless amount of support that 
they give us. We love each and every single one of them. And we hope that this podcast continues to grow constantly each and every single day. That this message touches the heart of those that need it. And we want to tell everybody, Father, that they're all beautiful. They're all perfect in your eyes. They're all love. That none of them go out and exist in this world without being unnoticed, Father. That you listen to every single one of us. You're there for us because you're a faithful Father and you make no mistakes, Father. We also ask prayer for those mothers out there, those families out there that are trying to have a baby and they're struggling with infertility. We just ask that you bless them, Father, that you show them that you're still with them, that you give them enough strength for them not to give up on their faith, for them not to give up on you, Father, for you make no mistakes and your timing is always right, Father. Your timing is always right. And we thank you so much once again for everybody and each and every single one of our listeners, Father. And all of Jesus' kids say amen. Amen. I also, can I add a little bit of a prayer? Sorry, guys. I should have said it before he said amen. But um, Father, I just want to ask you, Lord, that you just, you bless everybody listening, Lord, and that you just um, kind of like how my husband said, you just bless those, Lord, and that you just are able to provide um, some insight in, in everybody this week, Lord, and that you allow everybody, that you're able to touch everybody's hearts, Lord, allow them to feel your spirit, Lord, because your spirit is in every single person, Lord. Just allow a breakthrough in their life, Lord, and allow them to flourish within your spirit, Lord. Show them all the love and show them your everlasting peace, Lord, that never goes away, Lord. We love you so much, Lord, and we pray and we worship. We praise you and we worship your name every single day, Father. Thank you for being such a faithful father. Thank you for being such a fruitful father, Lord. Thank you for being a provider always, Lord, because you are the King of kings and you have the Lord of lords and you never fail, Lord. You never fail. On the contrary, you are exquisite in every single way, Lord. And now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And And until next time, guys. (laughs) Yeah, guys. I'm jumping over. Until next time, guys. Hold on. (laughs) I am so sorry, you guys. Um, If you guys have any recommendations for other subjects that you guys want us to kind of speak about. Any prayer requests. Any prayer requests. Anything that you guys in general, anything that we could possibly do for you guys, send us a DM either on our personals, on our personal Instagrams or or on our Jumping in Fear um, Instagram page. But aside from that, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for your incredible amount of support. And we hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed rest of your week. And and don't forget to jump in fear fear and everything that you do in your everyday life. Yeah. Until next time, guys, we love you guys. Take care. Adios. Bye. Bye.